This is Coach Lou Holtz, and you're listening to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast with Dr. Amber Selke, from the locker room to the boardroom. Dr. Amber is the best in the business at helping you and your team build the mindset that drive results. So lock in. If you can take just one thing away from today and implement it into your life, I know you'll be a better person and a better leader, coach, athlete, parent, or spouse because of it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. This is your host, Dr. Amber Selking, where we are in season eight entitled High Performance When It Matters Most. Today in episode eight, we are going to be looking at this concept of lock in and execute. Again, season eight is all about bringing you insights and action verbs and activities that we have learned from the high performers that we've been working with through what has been a very tumultuous 2020 um, and bringing you these insights because they've continued to deliver even though it's been really difficult. And that's what we need to wrap our heads and our hearts around so that we can, again, deliver when it matters because the world needs leaders. The world needs people that can execute in the moment despite diversity, despite ambiguity, despite fear, right? That could potentially exist, but they're courageous enough to go anyway. So what have these people been doing? How have they been doing it? That's the point of this podcast and this season of this podcast. And so here at the Selking Performance Group, you know, we work with individuals, teams, and organizations from the locker room to the boardroom. So from the sports space to the business space to really help them understand the power of mindset and leadership to unleash performance excellence. And so, you know, personally, I I serve as the mental performance coach and consultant for Notre Dame football, and also as the vice president of leadership and culture for Lipper Components, which is a global manufacturing Fortune 500 company. Then we have a whole team of performance coaches that live and thrive in this environment, working in different spaces. So if there is anything that we can do as a team uh, to come alongside of you, either through keynote speaking in your organization, through training, or through individual performance coaching, please reach out to me directly, Dr. Selking at selkingperformance.com to really understand where you're at, what your needs are, and again, how we might join you on your performance journey because performance matters. Like we live in a society right now that that sometimes questions like, oh, it's okay. We just want everybody to to be happy and be a part of things and and feel good about it. Well, well, here's the thing. People still, we still have to deliver. We still have to execute. There's still work to be done. And not, not just because we need to work and success is defined by work. No, because as human beings, we've been designed to work. Work is a part of our journey. Work is a part of us learning more about who we are, about what we can contribute to this world on a broader scale. It's about being part of something bigger. It's about being connected to a team, to being on a mission of something that's bigger than self. And so it is about performance. It is about execution. And, and, and more than anything, it's about learning the disciplines and the character and the, the consistency that it takes to be great at something. You know, it, sa- it says that your excellence will permit you to stand before kings, not your mediocrity will permit you to stand before kings. Man, we're in a world of average. 
And so if we can understand what are, what are some of these high performers doing that can help me show up more consistently in life, then that's what this is all about. Because if we can do that and we can teach the average, what the elite, you know, are doing and elite just in their craft, whatever that is, whether that's law or sales or business or sport or, or building a family, right? If we can learn those things that people that are doing that well, that are thriving in that space, you know, that are not just doing what they're doing and executing at a high level, but also enjoying the journey and are mentally and emotionally and relationally healthy because of it, then if we can teach the large average more about that, guess what? We can move the whole average up. And that's what this is about, right? Is helping each other on this journey of life, understand more about who we've been created to be and and how we've been created to operate in ways that are fulfilling and productive and joyous. And that doesn't mean that it's always sunshine and raises. I mean, shoot, life's hard. Business is hard. Sport's hard. But we can learn to do that differently, I think. And, and I think that that's what, that's what this podcast is hopefully intended to do and to bring you. And again, through 2020, we've been through a lot. And, and it hasn't been pretty. It has, it has been difficult. But still through that difficulty, there's been people that we've seen find new levels of their greatness, find new layers of their leadership. And that's what the season is intended to bring you. And so the action, right, that we have seen these high performers take through this season is that they lock in and execute. So when there's chaos at play, when there's ambiguity at play, when there is a lot of emotion at play, what we've noticed the best of the best do is that they lock in and execute despite all of those other variables. That doesn't mean that those other variables go away. It simply means that they are able to lock in their focus, right? To narrow their focus and to get done what needs to get done in that moment. I think one of the most powerful examples that I saw of that through the initial phases when COVID hit the United States was the executive leadership team at LCI. I mean, these individuals were able to distill all of the noise, right? And instead of freaking out, instead of succumbing to all this pressure and the what ifs, they locked in and they executed. We we met more than once a day to communicate what we were learning, right? Because things were changing constantly during that time, if you remember. Uh, the laws were changing, right? The expectations what were changing, what we were learning about the actual pandemic and the disease were changing on a moment-by-moment basis. And so we met frequently. And these guys made, these men and women actually, made courageous decisions about how we were going to uh, keep, which businesses we were going to keep open, which ones we needed to shut down, when we needed to shut down, what we were going to do to take care of our people through the midst of this. And they made decisions and they made decisions at a rate that I have never witnessed before. When most people were so scared to make a decision, that's when our team stepped up. You know, our HR team did an amazing job of staying connected to the health protocols, to the legal protocols, communicating those effective to our operations leaders who were then in turn able to translate that into action within our teams. And then the collaboration that existed there was unbelievable. And why were they able to do that? Because they locked in and they executed. First and foremost, they understood what decisions need to be made. Okay, then what information do we need to make these decisions? And here's the tricky part. Amid COVID, if y'all remember, like, this was the first time we've experienced a pandemic. It's not like we had a playbook we could pull out and say, well, hey, the last time we went through this, uh, first we did A, then we did B, then we realized that C didn't work, so we stepped straight to E. Nah, we were just figuring it out as we went, but they weren't afraid to make decisions even amid that. And it helped our company move forward. It gave courage to our people at every single layer because our leaders were willing to make decisions and we make decisions and that we trusted 
that they were making decisions that were in the best interest of both our people and our business. And that is hard to come by. So again, they had to clarify what decisions need to be made. What information do we have to make these decisions? What information do we not have? Let's go find that information. Oh, wait, it doesn't exist. Okay, based on the information that we have, what's the best decision that we can make based on what we know about our people, what we know about our business, and how we can take care of both in this minute? And then boom, we made a decision and we communicated that. And then guess what happened? An hour later, more information came out that made us realize that, man, we should make another decision on top of the last decision, or man, we need to change that last decision based on this new information. And guess what we did? They met, they made a decision, and we communicated, and we pivoted. I mean, there were literally days where we would pivot four to five times, and sometimes more throughout the course of that based on the direction that we were going. And you know what? That's just what happens in the midst of a battle. And if you're not flexible enough to do that, your people are left standing and wondering, well, what are we supposed to do? The other thing that's important when you're making decisions like that is that the character and the depth of your leadership in their hearts and their minds are in the right place. And so that means that prior to entering a difficult scenario, you better make sure you got the right people on the bus. You better make sure that those people are grounded in the right things because then and only then can we really trust the decisions that are coming out of that. And we knew with undoubted certainty that our leaders had their hearts and their minds in the right place. And it was to take care of our people and take care of our business, period. Then every decision that came out of that based on the information that they had, we knew was through those two filters. We trusted it. We moved in that direction until we needed to pivot. Leaders lock in and execute. They do not defer their responsibility to lead when things get difficult. So I want to ask you, where are you at in that? How are you doing locking in and executing? Are you able to step into that moment and lead? Or do you defer your responsibility? Do you let fear overcome you? Do you not be the one? Do you not want to be the one that has your name on it if that was the wrong decision? Listen, I get it. That's scary. But leadership isn't for the faint of heart. Raising a family isn't for the faint of heart. Being a leader of a team isn't for the faint of heart, but you still have to do it if that's what you signed up for. So, So again, how can you start to construct and make sure that you yourself are grounded enough, that you have a clear enough vision of where you're trying to take the people that you're leading, that when difficult moments happen, that you have the mental, emotional, technical, and tactical skills necessary to lock in and execute and actually be a leader. That's what our world needs right now. And there is a vacuum of it at every layer. And I don't want to hear you talk about the the highest level leadership, whatever that might be in the world that you're in and say, well, they didn't do it. That's not, that's not your problem. That's not your problem. Your problem's you. What are you doing to not be the vacuum and the void of information and decisions and courageous leadership when it matters? That's what we're talking about today. Don't you worry about anybody else. They got enough of their own problems to think about and worry about. What we're talking about now is you and me. And so, you know, again, great leaders are able to lock in and execute when it matters most. Because what I fully believe is that action creates traction. And if you can be grounded in great character, if you can make decisions based on what you have in relation to the vision that you have, then your action will create traction. And even if the decision that you made was wrong, you will have traction to be able to pivot well into the next best decision. And that's all you can do in moments like this. That's all you can do, but you got to do it. 
right? And so when we say lock in, like, what do we mean by that from a scientific standpoint, from a mental performance standpoint? So, so lock in means that you need to identify the relevant information for the task at hand, because particularly when we're, we're in the midst of a fast paced environment the, in, in like, think of a, think of a sports game, right? There's a lot happening all the time. There's a lot of information out there. Right now, there's a lot of information in the world about a lot of different things, right? About everything. Um, and so what, what high performers do is they they distill and try to understand, well, what is the relevant information right now? Based on what I'm trying to accomplish and the task that I have at hand, what information is relevant and what information is irrelevant? Okay, first and foremost, what's the task at hand? And then what's the relevant information? What's the irrelevant information? And then you need, being locked in means that you are singularly focused on executing the task at hand in getting it done and getting it across the finish line. Because here's the thing, the enemy is distraction. Particularly in these hot moments, the enemy's distraction. So being able to distill what's important, what's not important, what's a distraction, what's relevant, is a critical skill. And great leaders can do that quickly. They, they, they mentally process that quickly, but they also have a group of advisors around them that helps ensure that they are identifying the right information and not being distracted by the wrong information. And you have to care more about your vision and your mission than how you might feel in that moment. Like you have to care more about what it is that you're trying to accomplish long-term and understand that your short-term decisions are going to be in service of that, that, that you, that you, you don't allow how you feel to distract you from that. You know, I talk to a lot of people right now and all they want to tell me is how they're feeling about things. Like when I feel better about it, you know, then maybe we can move forward. Like, listen, your feelings are important. They are important. They're gifts to us to give, but they're just indicators of what's going on around us. If we are if we are held hostage by our feelings, man, we are never going to step into the freedom that we've been created to live in. Cuz we're still ra- we're too wrapped up in our feelings. Man, you got to care more about the life that you're living and the family that you're leading and the team that you're leading than how you feel on a day-to-day basis. Like if we only did things on days when we felt like it, there wouldn't have been a lot get, that got done in the world. Again, I I care about, and I don't want that to seem like I'm callous, but man, for us to take steps as a, as a family, as a team, as an organization, as a country, as a world, we're not always going to feel happy, right? And feel like, like we're not scared. Courage is being willing to make decisions, even in the light, in, in midst of fear and anxiety or, or ambiguity. And it's about having the right people around you and, and being so committed to the cause that you're willing to proceed and make these decisions. And so we got to get out of our feelings sometimes and get into our purpose. And when we do that, it can give us the courage to take steps and take that action and to make decisions and to lock in and execute. Because that's what high performers do when it matters most. So this week in your championship mindset training, I want you, I want you to sort of clarify what is it that you need to just do? What are those things in front of you that you need to make decisions on, that you need to execute on, that you've been putting off? Guess what? Nike's made, Nike's made history with a simple slogan that says, just do it. What do you need to just do? Put your feelings aside, lock in to understand what you need to get done, identify the relevant and irrelevant information, understand what the just do it in the moment is going to serve you for the future, right? The vision or the mission that you're trying to accomplish. And then clarify what it is that you need to do to get to mission accomplished. 
And then check that off the list because guess what? There's going to be something else coming at you where we need you. The world needs you to be able to lock in, to execute, to show up as the best version of yourself, to make a decision, even if it's difficult, even if it might be wrong. And then pivot when you know what the next right decision is. The world needs that. It needs it out of you. It needs it out of me. It needs it all out of all of us right now. And so locking in, managing your mind, managing your emotions, lock in and execute. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this has been helpful, we would love to hear how it's been helping you. Please tweet us out on, on, on Twitter at Champ Mindsets, on Instagram at Soaking Performance, on Facebook at Soaking Performance Group, and share how you're using this, how you're applying this. Because quite frankly, if you listen to this and get motivated and, and feel like you're going to go change the world and then forget about it, like then this is a waste of my time and yours. So what I'm more concerned about is how are you applying this? How are you making this make a difference in your own world? Because that's when we're going to start creating traction in our, in, our, in our world. And that's what we're looking for. Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, hit us up if there's anything we can do for you from keynote speaking to training to individual performance coaching. Dr. Selking at sulkingperformance.com. Um, you've been listening to, to Building Championship Mindsets. And from the locker room to the boardroom, I just want to challenge you to continue building your championship mindset.